0: Fables ninety eight to one oh two of Cobwebs from an Empty Skull. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Dion Gines, Salt Lake City, Utah. Cobwebs from an Empty Skull by Ambrose Bierce. Fables ninety eight to one oh two. Fable ninety eight. A mouse who had overturned an earthen jar was discovered by a cat who entered from an adjoining room and began to upbraid him in the harshest and most threatening manner you little wretch said she how dare you knock over that valuable urn if it had been filled with hot water and i had been lying before it asleep i should have been scalded to death if it had been full of water pleaded the mouse it would not have upset but i might have lain down in it monster persisted the cat no you wouldn't was the answer it is not wide enough fiend shrieked the cat smashing him with her paw i can curl up real small when i try the ultima ratio of very angry people is frequently addressed to the ear of the dead fable ninety nine in crossing a frozen pool a monkey slipped and fell striking upon the back of his head with considerable force so that the ice was very much shattered a peacock who was strutting about on shore thinking what a pretty peacock he was, laughed immoderately at the mishap. N. B. All laughter is immoderate when a fellow is hurt, if the fellow is oneself. Bah! exclaimed the sufferer, if you could see the beautiful prismatic tints I have knocked into this ice you would laugh out of the other side of your bill. The splendor of your tail is quite eclipsed thus craftily did he inveigle the vain bird who had finally came and spread his tail alongside the fracture for comparison the gorgeous feathers at once froze fast to the ice and in short that artless fowl passed a very uncomfortable winter fable One Hundred a volcano having discharged a few million tons of stones upon a small village asked the mayor if he thought that a tolerably good supply for building purposes i think replied the functionary if you gave us another dash of granite and just a pinch of old red sandstone we could manage with what you have already done for us we would however be grateful for the loan of your crater to bake bricks oh certainly parties served at their residences Then, after the man had gone, the mountain added, with mingled lava and contempt, "'The most insatiable people I ever contracted to supply. They shall not have another pebble.' He banked his fires, and in six weeks was as cold as a neglected pudding. "'Then might you have seen the heaving of the surface boulders, as the people began stirring forty fathoms beneath. When you have got quite enough of anything, make it manifest by asking for some more.' you won't get it. Fable 101 I entertain you for a sentiment of profound amity, said the tiger to the leopard, and why should I not, for are we not members of the same great feline family? True, replied the leopard, who was engaged in the hopeless endeavour to change his spots, since we have mutually plundered one another's hunting-grounds of everything edible, there remains no grievance to quarrel about you are a good fellow let us embrace they did so with the utmost heartiness which being observed by a contiguous monkey that animal got up a tree where he delivered himself of the wisdom following there is nothing so touching as these expressions of mutual regard between animals who are vulgarly believed to hate one another they render the brief intervals of peace almost endurable to both parties but the difficulty is there are so many excellent reasons why these relatives should live in peace, that they won't have time to state them all before the next fight. Fable 102. A woodpecker who had bored a multitude of holes in the body of a dead tree was asked by a robin to explain their purpose. As yet in the infancy of science, replied the woodpecker, I am quite unable to do so some naturalists affirm that i hide acorns in these pits others maintain that i get worms out of them i endeavored for some time to reconcile the two theories but the worms ate my acorns and then would not come out since then i have left science to work out its own problems while i work out the holes i hope the final decision may be in some way advantageous to me for at my nest i have a number of prepared holes which I can hammer into some suitable tree at a moment's notice. Perhaps I could insert a few into the scientific head. No, said the robin, reflectively. I should think not. A prepared hole is an idea. I don't think it could get in. Moral, it might be driven in with a steam-hammer. End of Fables 98 to 102